Hey guys, this is Mindcast with your host, Kevin Seaman, where we talk about what's going on in your head. Fear kills. Fear can kill you as well. Fear kills everything, your mind, your heart, and your imagination. Failure destroys. It destroys your ambitions, your dreams, your goals, and your future opportunities. Hi, this is your host of Mindcast, Kevin Seaman. What do I mean by those statements? Stay with me, and I'll explain. The mere mention of the word failure for some people creates an emotional knot that is tied to a conclusion of pain and anxiety. When we think of our past failures, there can be a powerful association, an association that creates a visual program of irretrievable loss, a finale, an ending. But for me, failure is actually an amazingly useful tool. Failure is not the opposite of success. It's an important part of success. You may have heard of James Dyson. Dyson invented one of the best vacuum cleaners available. But here's something you probably didn't know. Dyson failed 5,126 times before he succeeded at his invention of the bagless vacuum. That revolutionized home cleaning forever. But what if he'd given up? Failure is, in my observation, exactly what you perceive it as. And I'm proud to say I've failed miserably many times before rising to success. According to success principles expert Jack Canfield, E plus R equals O, or E, the event, plus R, your responses to that event, equals O, your outcome or results. What that means is for every event, your outcome will be determined by your response. As one of my best coaches once told me, Kevin, if you don't like the answer, maybe you need to ask a better question. I know this may seem incredibly simplistic, but if you didn't get the outcome you expected, then it is very likely due to your response to the event or question that took place. Actually, the best way to avoid failure is by trying nothing and doing nothing. I think if you make your way through life without experiencing any real failure on a regular basis, you are, in essence, a true failure. If you haven't strived for improvement, you stay safely in a harbor of mediocrity and never push beyond your comfort zone or risk the extraordinary. This concept is what has driven me to train relentlessly in multiple combative arts for the past 45 plus years. Fight full contact in Southeast Asia drove me to train and coach professional fighters, ski big mountains, and take up kite surfing at the age 50, when most of my peers are content to confine their adventures to the golf course or watching sports on TV. I'm not telling you this to try to impress you. I'm telling you this to try to motivate you. Most people's perception of fear and any potential danger inhibits them from stepping outside of their comfort zone and prevents them from feeling the exhilaration and rush of adventure. Metaphorically, in strength training, it is the ability to push to failure that is the instrumental pivotal point of our success towards greater strength. If we only train with the weight that is manageable for us to succeed with, we will always remain at the same level of strength and proficiency. 
It is that push outside the comfort zone that enables us to grow as a person. In order for us to succeed in the first place, we must possess, in most cases, a certain level of ability to accomplish what we set out to do. However, most people don't fail because they lack the skills or aptitude to reach their objective. They fail because they simply don't believe they can succeed. Their limiting beliefs determine their outcome. So here's a mind blower. Guess how many times the average person attempts a goal they've established before they give up? Zero. They don't even try it once. They give up before they try it. That inner voice convinces them that it's too hard and too risky. Here's what I call the irrefutable key. See, it is our belief in ourselves in reference to success and failure that is actually the irrefutable key to our outcome. What you believe with emotion and conviction becomes your reality. Okay, here are a few absolute failures that turned it around. Oprah Winfrey was fired from her first TV show for being unfit for television. Jim Carrey was booed off the stage at his first stand-up gig. Dr. Seuss's book was rejected by publishers 28 times. J.K. Rawlings, Harry Potter, was rejected by 12 major publishing houses. I love this one. Walt Disney was fired from a job because he didn't have any good ideas. Sylvester Stallone was homeless at one point living in the New Jersey Port Authority bus station. He was rejected by talent scouts nearly 1,500 times. At one point, he hawked his wife's jewelry and even sold his dog for $25 so he could survive. How about Sean Carter? You may know him as Jay-Z. Considered as one of the most famous and successful rappers of all times, but his early life was dominated by a string of failures and an unstable family life that later led him to a career of dealing drugs. He turned it around to become an entrepreneur who sold over 100 million records. Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Steven Spielberg, Albert Einstein, Abraham Lincoln, and Winston Churchill, all failures that never gave up. If you see failure as an end, you have been defeated. If you see failure as a part of natural progression towards success, you have the opportunity to use it to actually help you to succeed on a level beyond your wildest dream. Here's a great quote. You build on failure. You use it as a stepping stone. Close the door on the past. You don't try to forget the mistakes, but you don't dwell on it. You don't let it have any of your energy or any of your time or your space. Johnny Cash. At this point, you may wonder, how can you improve your odds against failure? Here are five golden rules you can use to help you to use failure as a leverage for success. Here's number one. Recognize the opportunity and act. First and foremost, don't ever let the possibility of failing at something detour you from the opportunity of going for it. 
When the window of opportunity opens, assess and act. This is not to say that you must do something that would threaten your life or freedom to the extent that the failure would be negatively life-altering. Of course, you must use your best cognitive judgment to determine the potential gains and losses and balance them logically. So once you've made up your mind that you will indeed succeed, move forward as though there is no way that you would fail. Okay, on to number two. Know what you want and why. Be specific at what you want to achieve. Write it down in as much detail as possible. Next, set a timeline for accomplishment. Most importantly, look into why you want to accomplish this. Purpose is always more powerful than outcome. If you have a big enough why, your mind will direct you to the best ways to achieve your objective. Next, number three, you get what you ask for. Talk to yourself constantly about what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, and when you will do it. Be specific. Always tell yourself what you want in positive, personal, and present tense terms. Use terms like, I am doing this. In competition, I am stronger. I am a better technician. I am a better athlete. Today, I'm the best I can be. In order to keep momentum, use terms like, I am better today than ever before. I work towards excellence. I act professionally in everything I do. These statements confirm what you want in positive terms now. By utilizing these forms of self-talk affirming statements, you establish a clear and substantial belief of who you are and your objectives as a person. Remember, focus only on what you want, never on what you don't want. You become what you think about most of the time. What happens on the inside happens on the outside. I've had people tell me I feel weird talking to myself, and it seems insincere telling myself things like this. Well, as I mentioned in one of my previous Mindcasts, According to research, you already talk to yourself tens of thousands of times a day. Unfortunately, that research also shows that 80% of what most people say to themselves is usually in the form of negative self-talk. Is that inner voice always truthful? I think you know the answer to that. Hey, I don't make this stuff up, guys, so be positive. When you talk to yourself, get rid of the negativity. Work to constantly improve your explanatory style and the way you communicate with yourself and mentally process the things that happen to you. As I've said before, your thoughts, self-talk, and inner visions or visualizations are electrochemical events that affect your performance on every level. Use your inner communication to support and drive you toward your accomplishment. One of my favorite sayings is, the answer is always no if you don't ask. This one thing has gotten me some of the most incredible opportunities of my life. Number four, the past does not equal the future. Because something has happened to you in your past does not mean that it will happen again in your future. Create your future from your future, not from your past. 
This goes back to focusing on what you want. Visualize yourself performing just exactly how you want to perform, succeeding just exactly how you want to succeed. This helps your mind accept that it is absolutely possible and probable that you will in fact do what you have set out to accomplish. I have used visualization to prepare me for some of the hardest accomplishments in my life. Visualization is one of the most powerful forms of mental training. Did you know that your body has almost the identical neurological impulses when you visualize doing something as when you actually do it? It's true. It's proven. If you've never accomplished the objective before, no worries. You can model someone who has as long as it's physiologically possible. Here's how you do that. Play the image in your head over and over of them doing what you want to succeed at. Then see yourself doing the exact thing. I've accomplished absolutely amazing things using this same concept, and so can you. Here's an interesting story in reference of the past does not equal the future. Have you ever heard of the book Chicken Soup for the Soul? The writers, Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen, had 144 rejections from publishers they submitted it to. Most of the rejections were based on people will not read books compiled of short stories. The book became a bestseller, then a series, evolving into a multi-armed franchise. Retail sales of Chicken Soup for the Soul branded products exceeded $100 million per year in the U.S. and Canada. But what if they'd stopped because there were too many rejections? To date, the Chicken Soup for the Soul series has sold over 500 million copies in 40 languages and has nearly 200 titles. At one point, they were on the New York Times bestsellers list nine times. When they made the New York Times bestseller number one book, they threw a party and invited all the publishers that had turned them down, all 144 of them. If we had given up after 100 publishers, I likely would not be where I am now, Jack Canfield wrote. I encourage you to reject rejection. If someone says no, just say next. Remember, the past does not equal the future. Okay, and here's number five. Pay attention to your results. No matter what the outcome, take total responsibility for your results, successful or not. Be true to yourself. This is the only way you can feel the level of empowerment necessary to learn from your failures and soar past them toward your achievement. When you take responsibility for your actions, your integrity will support you in your endeavor. Don't make excuses for your action and performance. And be truthful in your assessment. When you do this, the truth will reveal to you without hesitation all the areas necessary for you to improve in order to reach your ultimate goal, if you just pay attention. Over 90% of all failures come from people who have a habit of making excuses. Everything that is now easy for you was once difficult and challenging. Failure is rarely fatal, but failure to change can be. 
Here's something valuable to consider. One of the world's leading record holders for goals in hockey was once quoted as saying, you miss every shot you don't take. Yet few people realize that Wayne Gretzky missed over 90% of his shots. Whatever it is you want to accomplish, the most important step is action. Many times, people fail to take action because they're afraid to fail. I have also failed at some things many more times than I've succeeded. And I view failure as a very important part of the learning process and the progression to excellence. Make one of your core beliefs to use failure as a gauge to assess the degree of difficulty and to help render the time and the skill necessary for your success. And you will see a remarkable difference in your success ratio. I have realized and accepted that patience and persistence have assisted me in my accomplishments more often than skill and aptitude. I tell people I have one superpower, persistence. Look at failure as a lesson, a lesson that will continue to show itself throughout your life until you learn it. Once you adjust and reframe your perception of failure from one of finality to the progression and natural process towards ultimate success that it is, you will embrace failure and not fear it. Thank you. I want to thank all my listeners out there, and it is my hope that you have learned something useful from the strategies I presented in Mindcast. Feel free to contact me. Just say hello or ask me a question. You can contact me at kevin at thewinningmindset.com. I'm also available for coaching for you or your group, and check out some of my books. They're available on Amazon. Until next time, this is Kevin Seaman, and this is Mindcast. 